0: <laughs> girl, 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 girl. <laughs> girl what, girl, what? Girl, what? <laughs> hey everybody we're back again danielle denise here with another episode of girl what make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already i'm on all the major platforms okay we're on apple spotify iheart just to name a few so subscribe rate, and review. If you listen to me on Apple, please leave reviews and five-star ratings. I'm here for all the critiques, and I want to make sure I'm really catering to my listeners, so help me help y'all by leaving reviews and let me know how I'm doing. Now, today's guest is my nearest and dearest friend of the show, and she goes by Ironic. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, thanks for having me back. Welcome back. I appreciate it. Ironic is a friend of the show. She has actually been on the show way back on episode seven, like early girl. What franchise? And we talked about her journey with uh, the double mastectomy that she had at the time. So the episode is very interesting. Definitely tune in. Um, actually, how is that going? You, it's been about a couple of years now.
1: No, it's actually been a year just one year just one year oh wow okay. yeah yeah well we celebrated the uh anniversary <laughs> a few months back So yeah we'll be we'll be going on two years um uh, at the end of this year and good like healing's good yeah feeling good looking better you know
0: that's good yeah yeah because that's it's a serious thing like it's surgery you know
1: definitely a serious and intense surgery
0: yeah and i'm just glad the healing process was really smooth you didn't have any complications and You're good. Amen. Me too, girl. Amen. But she's back now. We are here to talk about her new project. Like, Ironic is already uber talented, right? Philanthropist, singer. I was about to say dancer, but.
1: In my former life.
0: (laughs) We'll say that. Former life dancer, rapper. She does it all. But today, we're talking about this this beautiful lovely children's book called Charlie's best work Charlie's best work yet and it is phenomenal I just got the hardcover recently and I'm super proud of you congratulations thanks girl yes so ironic is the author and she's also put this on her publishing company so she's doing big things like that's phenomenal making this happen during a pandemic, no less.
1: (laughs) Yo, the show's got to keep going on, right?
0: Absolutely. Like, the pandemic doesn't stop anything, okay? Plus, we're kind of, we're going into this new normal, if you will. Like, you know, we're starting to pick up. We're back outside. People are trying to find their stride again on what they're doing with their life. And it's beautiful to see that people are still either starting a business or just starting personal passion projects that are flourishing. And I'm here for it, so I'm here to showcase this book. We're gonna talk about it, and it is a children's novel, correct? Or children's book?
1: Yeah, I'm cool with that children's narrative. Um, yeah,
0: children's narrative. Okay, yeah. Let's talk about um, the audience. So, kids, right?
1: Um, when I when I was writing it, that was the first question that um my editor had asked me who are you who are you targeting targeting this towards Mm -hmm. and because it's so personal to myself i I really did have to think about that um and so i would say it's probably between third and sixth grade i would i would target there's the language is a little bit more advanced but that was with the intention that that it would be okay to to maybe start A child off with a book like this yeah as maybe me reading it to them and then them starting to read it themselves and then you know to familiarize themselves with some certain words that they maybe never heard of before
0: yeah this book was um I gave it a good read and it was very the language is a little more advanced but in a good way and honestly in like the years of this new, um, century and 2020 in general, I do feel like kids are also just as advanced, you know, especially that like preteen era kids be knowing, like they're not dumb. Let's just say that. Like, I feel like the language, although it is advanced, it's actually perfect because it keeps them learning. And the language is also very much about, um, identity and knowing who you are, which is something that isn't talked about a lot with children. So I don't feel like there is a stipulation or, or limitation on when you can start that conversation. So it is kind of nice that it's um, it's very much a digestible and learning conversation. It's not anything where it's like too much or too complex. I feel like it helps them learn as well as the, even if you weren't a child and you were reading this book It's still something educational. So I do like that. And then the girl in the book, Charlie, the main character, is in the fifth grade, Mm. which is to me also a transitioning age as well. Like you're coming out of elementary into that junior high era, which is like you're not grown by any means, but you're starting to go through the emotions of puberty and stuff. So that's all like a factor, especially when you're growing. So
1: Certainly. And I guess from working in the schools, and I've worked with kids from ranging from elementary, middle school, and high school, and seeing how advanced, just to, just to add on to what you're saying, seeing how advanced a lot of these students are, yeah. how smart, I think we have to normalize um, and also defy the construct of like what, what is advanced. Because if you expose your child to something in a in, in, in way of education, they're going to absorb it and they're going to understand it if they're exposed to it that's why there's kids that are you know geniuses and brilliant and like going to college and whatnot because they were exposed to things that were quote unquote too advanced mm-hmm. now I think it's all got to be about balance as well you know so there shouldn't be an expectation for you know a child to know certain stuff because they do need to be children but yeah, like you said things with identity and things that children go through that maybe they don't speak about you know I know ex- exactly I could relate to a lot of things that Charlie was going through at that exact same age and that was like and also a big motivator to talk about the things that we talked about in the book
0: got it okay so would you say some of this is reflective to your personal um childhood and growing up absolutely yeah makes sense let's go back to um being an author so this is a new lane for you how is the process what is it like writing a book it's a lot. It, the process yeah. is it, it's it's a lot because this is
1: foreign territory, and I humbly say that say that because <laughs> yeah, even calling myself or hearing somebody call myself an author, um, the interesting thing is in some of my site classes, somebody actually my professor had said they used this analogy. He said if if you're if you wrote a book and nobody buys it, are you an author? And I think my Ooh. insecurities, <laughs> like jumped out and revealed themselves because I was like yes (laughs) and then everybody was like no and I was like yeah because if he's like what constitutes being an author is being published and being right you you might have wrote that but if Mm. you haven't published it or somebody hasn't bought it how can you say you're an author and I think I was like oh somebody's gotta buy this shit (laughs) so sure that was like a funny little nuance but yeah a lot of research A lot of research and a lot of reading and a lot of humility and a lot of revision and a lot Mm. of money.
0: (laughs) Money. You know, I didn't even think of that being like the motivating factor. I feel like the research, um, the revisions, because that sounds like that could take however long, but then, yeah, you do have to back it up with some financial liquid. So yeah. And the illustrations, I think, the biggest
1: blessing that, that I could honestly say with this process was my illustrator because to have somebody that is as talented as Lizer and to synergize with me and was just ready to rock, like I'm talking about from the very, very beginning, which is eager and just kept me on my toes and like helped from the, like I'm so very blessed, helped format the book as well. To the very end, we were formatting
0: this, but we did this together 100% together oh I love that that's because you need that team it's really important to have that team and that support so shout out to Lizer the art in this book is phenomenal it's very colorful as you can see in the cover it already has a very psychedelic look to it almost like a like an acid trip but (laughs) Either way, I'm drawn to color. And even as a kid, I would be drawn to this book, like, stimulating, like, the visuals. I love that. And if you go into it, it's very detailed. It goes with the flow of the story. And I am drawn to, like, the boldness, the richness of the colors. I think it's great. So shout out to Liza. I think she gets a little shout She just deserves, like, she's killer at the illustration portion of this book so you guys working together did a phenomenal job thanks shout out to lizer yeah she did that she did that so going back to being an author again so the publishing part did that take a long time to set up or is that something that's just like you handled like almost like a llc like you have to just start that and get all your ducks in a row for the irs and stuff like that
1: yeah i mean okay. co- coming from you know um owning Basically, all all my music and production and being acclimated with uh, ownership—that part was actually pretty simple. Um, Mm. But still wanting to know how it worked because running, um, you know, like a sole proprietorship for Mm. my music is different than running an LLC for as an as a publishing company. Mm. Um, But I think it started with just thinking about it and writing things down and then figuring out what well, you know what the mission statement is like any other business and, and having expectations doing all the you know paperwork um, yeah. registering with the state opening up a business a, a line of credit or whatever through the bank excuse me just like having being able to open up and that was kind of difficult during a pandemic because I was about to say banks weren't really trying to talk about business um yeah accounts during, COVID, during yeah. covid they were like um and so that probably was the hardest part, mm. um, or chat most challenging, navigating that. But other than that, really, the you know, the illustrations is probably the hardest part of um, writing a book, especially a children's book, because oh. it's really expensive.
0: Yes, yes, I could see that. And especially. just because you're
1: a writer doesn't mean you necessarily are going to illustrate. A lot of people will mm. write and illustrate because they're naturally better. Illustrators, and like, well, we might as well just write a children's book. It's easy. And mm-hmm. I didn't want to be like that. I wanted it to be like, oh, I'm a writer. I enjoy writing, and it's something that I take pride in. So I need my illustrations to match my, the writing ability. And so I couldn't Probably. have done that myself. And I think that's probably what holds people up the most is like having this great book, but nobody to illustrate it or not having the money to pay somebody to illustrate it.
0: Right. Right. And if you need revisions and stuff, I'm sure it's a lot of back and forth. Yes. So.
1: And we worked on the opposite sides of the globe. That's Leiser's right. in Austria and we She's did everything here.
0: No, we did. We did this on. Thank you. Internet. Listen, thank you. The Internet is a beautiful place. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot she lives in a whole different country. That's amazing.
1: Different time zone, all of that. So,
0: Wow well either way you flourished about how long was the process from
1: start to finish
0: from start to release yeah
1: about three years
0: three years that's amazing that sounds i started my publishing
1: company in 2019 i started the book in 2018 i
0: believe oh yeah for the book yeah got it Yeah, I know you've been talking about this book for a while, and I, I just love that you followed through all the way because it does sound like a process. The pandemic definitely slows you down, it, but it could also you just you could have quit, you know, mm-hmm. could have just postponed it all together. Like you know, maybe this isn't our time, but this is the time. Yeah, Charlie's best work yet is here, y'all. We here. I love this. Now let's get into we get into let's talk about grace jones i just love that grace jones in the book is this iconic character of just knowing who she is um super duper talented and you know isn't afraid to be who she is like in her appearance you know she has a boyish haircut very androgynous which is one of the words used in the book which is also something i appreciated because it's such a it's not a negative word let's just say that it's just something that needs to be talked about for the young generation like to know like this is what this word means if you don't know where you fall on the spectrum of you know being gender fluid and stuff so I did love that Grace Jones gets a nod in this book because she is such a phenomenal being how did you go about choosing Grace Jones though because there's a lot of like you know iconic figures
1: yeah certainly
0: you know Grace Jones that's i mean i love it so
1: i guess i'm a black masculine identified creative like grace inspires probably most creatives or has before so but like a black gender fluid like who who else would be like savior of, of the of us of the nigga bitches you know what i'm saying like <laughs> i don't know if we could say that but i just did uh, we're going I, to um yeah so like i first saw grace uh in the Conan, uh the destroyer uh movie and oh right i was like what movie is that yeah do you remember that it was like late 80s right that definitely wouldn't when, when it came out i saw it when I was early teens, and you don't really see stuff like that on TV. And I think I was just like, "Wait, what? Who is this?" And you know, she was a fearless, uh, a warrior, and she wound up, you yeah. know, ending up on the uh, same teen as uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. And oh yeah that yeah, wilt chamberlain was in that movie it was really right a lot of random really cool things uh, about that movie i haven't seen it in a long time we should have movie night
0: and watch it but i'm down because i haven't seen it at all yes honestly i've only seen her in boomerang great <laughs> i mean great movie as phenomenal well. phenomenal movie but yeah she has a, a eclectic career i did see a um what did i watch it was something on hbo or some network and there was a grace jones documentary But it was, like, early, early 2000s. So, like, nothing too recent or anything past, like, 06. But, like, it was following her during, like, her tour at the time, which was, like, all over the world. She didn't even touch the U.S. But, like, her process is just so, there's so much structure to, like, what she wants. And she's very headstrong, you know? Like, you could tell, like, you don't. You don't not listen to her because like she'll cut your head off. Like she's in
1: charge of her shit. It appears that she's, she's in charge. She's in charge of her shit, and I think I love that. I love that too. Um, I think also the last time she really kind of like talked about was when Kim Kardashian like re redid that picture. Yes, that iconic picture, and then kind of like that's when it. And I was like, you know, she needs to be praised by somebody that you know she inspired as well. That's that's. That's not trying to recreate any Grace Jones. I just want to like put her on yeah. a pedestal. Like, yeah, you're like the, the the energy, you know, from within, and and the fact that she can that this, spoiler alert, but that this kid pulls out a picture and says, you know, this is like my icon. Like this from she reminds me to like be myself. Like, yeah,
0: that, that's
1: just like a beautiful thing. So shouts to Grace Jones. You're loved and appreciated over here.
0: Absolutely, and she's she's just been around for such a long time. You know, she has no legendary, legendary and just so much energy. Doesn't it doesn't seem like she wants like she loves what she does. That's why she keeps going to me. That's what it looks like. It feels like it's very authentic. That's- yeah. Like she puts full emotion into every piece of project she does. Yeah. And I love that. Like even when it comes to her apparel or any, she don't even wear clothes half the time. I love that half the time she's just in full body paint get up and that's her that's her look and it's always like a, a fire like headpiece like she's just i could go on and on about grace grace is great she's lit <laughs> grace
1: jones is lit. that's a takeaway guys grace jones is dope
0: grace jones is lit yes when you get into this book like you'll see like and it's not like she's all over it but she's very much a positive reinforcement in charlie's life and the other characters in the book so i love that wholeheartedly um also in the book there is like a light touch on being bullied i would say doesn't go too too deep or too like dark but it's touch on that there was a touch on that did you feel like that was an important part of the book at all like just to have that little narrative of like you know sometimes people are going to pick on you because they don't understand you right
1: I, I have to be honest um and kind of to touch back at the process of, of writing mm-hmm. when i first wrote this book I didn't know what I was doing. I just, mm. it was actually called Charlie. And I really wanted to focus on her family dynamic more because every part of the book is inspired by something in, in my personal life. Mm-hmm. So like her family dynamic is inspired and everybody, everybody in the book has a gender neutral name yeah. that was on purpose. And um, so f- the bullying actually wasn't initially my idea.
0: Mm, okay.
1: It was a revision from the editor because I didn't have any conflict, and I was
0: about to say it probably added conflict because I didn't. I just <laughs> wanted to write a fun book, you know, yeah. about like this girl,
1: and the, but there was no conflict, and so I think that's probably like the most like uh, popular, mm. uh, and then for it to be on the bus as well, it's just like who hasn't been bullied on the bus or like have seen somebody bullied on the bus. Right. So when he suggested that I uh, add that, I. I did quickly internalize what that meant for me. And so, even the bully Ronnie was a bully from my um, elementary school and looked just like him. Oh, wow. So, so it had he, was, an, the of he this was the inspo. He was the inspo for that. For sure. And I, I actually. With, with me, mm-hmm. he actually said something to me in elementary school one time and I remember just being so angry and him just like coming back and just being like, just being really brash and he yeah. comes from money and he's just like whatever. Like the typical, stereotypical bully, mm-hmm. that was him. Um, we won't say any names in case you're watching this, but I'm sure we've evolved <laughs> from from that and that- I know, would hope so. Mean boy, whatever. Yeah. Um, so that's that's where the bullying came from, and, you know, to, t- to tie it in yeah. because you know charlie is different and that wouldn't make sense for them to be bullied see i'm a very abstract thinker so when it comes to just following like or normal storylines mm-hmm. that was difficult for me because i wanted to create my own world but i also wanted it to be relatable for people and so as an artist sometimes you got to pull in and and realize what you're not the best at and let people that are really good at things come in and and direct it while you put the energy behind it right and that's humbling so people with Mm -hmm. ego can't do that because they want to control everything
0: yeah you have to accept that critique sometimes and it's like well hold on let's dial it back let's bring some elements to this like what's
1: the per what what is the main goal of this is to sell Mm. books and to change the world change the world and sell books Well, how do you if they're not both gonna happen if you're just stuck in what you want that's why i gave lizer complete um artistic control um, control totally
0: yeah no that worked out
1: yeah it did for for me it does not Mm -hmm. maybe not for everybody me and i get it because you know artists are creative about their shit and as you know not saying that you shouldn't be i'm just saying i think that to bring your craft to the next level you have to team up with people that are really great in what they do and so me getting a really great published um children's author editor to join my team it was it was it was
0: needed totally yeah no that i think that worked out perfectly i feel like she channeled the the child like character to the book too you know Yeah. Because, shit. yeah it really it looks great um another part of the book that i connected to cuz like that's that's something about this book like you can find something you connect to and it was charlie's upbringing with her grandma and i liked that narrative because like i mean i have my mom in my life but i did spend a lot more time with my grandparents growing up cuz my mom worked a lot so that dynamic of like her grandma empower- empowering her and basically making her whatever she wants and I just love that like spoiling aspect like where she had that support at home you know it was but it was with her grandma it doesn't get into like the parent parents at all but sometimes or you know everyone's life or family dynamic is different you know some people really are raised by their grandparents and that's okay so I did appreciate that that little subtle change and it wasn't just like oh just mom and dad it was grandma you know
1: well that was important for me because like you just said like everybody's family is different and we talk about the nuclear family you'll notice that they they often have this uh, ideal nuclear family and children's narratives um again personally my my mom is rearing my nephew as you you met my nephew and your mom recently i sure did and so that that is where the inspiration for that came from where my nephew was very special in his own right and having a grandma raise you is different than having your biological parents grandmas especially when they're you know they're stable Mm -hmm. and they come from a christian foundation and then they're more old school on top of being old it's a different type of love Mm -hmm. and I wanted it's like patience there, you know? It
0: is. Yeah. It is because you're, you're old. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you've seen you've Jim seen Crow. <laughs> like you've lived
1: through, like you're like, you have an iPhone, you're chilling, like you're yeah. tired. And so I wanted to, you know, really showcase that and also show that maybe that's a, a lot of reason why Charlie is the way that they are. They're just carefree because Charlie never really felt Bad about being who they were. Mm-hmm. They just kind of shut down when they were being bullied about it, and so, and if you notice, I never, like, I, I never want. I wasn't, I wasn't pushing an agenda at all. Charlie's unapologetic for who they are. Yeah, they're just there, and and I'm, I'm explaining that you know they exist, mm-hmm. I and mean, they're never trying to be nothing else. But it was until that little gem of empowerment where well, they just stepped into who they were more mm-hmm. and had confidence that by the end, you know, I don't want to spoil too much, but at the end, it just really shows that, hey, like, I can be bullied. I can st- I can focus on what it is that I want to focus on. I can know who I am. And at the end, I feel really good about myself. And that's all that matters.
0: Listen, and, and, that, and that can be interchangeable for anybody, you know? That is very much the message here is, like, you can... You could be whoever you want to be. You could be a whole goddamn unicorn if you so choose.
1: Trans unicorn, if that's what it is, right? Yeah.
0: That is a term, isn't
1: it? I don't think that's a fucking term. It might be. Unicorn is, I don't know. Trans unicorn? That's like some cosplay shit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I swear it was, but listen, don't quote me. I don't know. Back to the book, though so at the end of the book there is a glossary section where you have um basically a few words that you pulled that are um breaking down the vocabulary and it's so helpful because there are some words in there i was like what what is a cacophony that one that one i, I got like, that word, from oh. the l word l word the show
1: yeah that was the first time i heard that word
0: that's hilarious but it's a great <laughs> word <laughs> i think
1: i can't hear because of the cacophony in the background <laughs> i think bet said that shout out to bet yes <laughs> that was Jennifer yeah, yeah. um yeah so i definitely use language that because i it was always the intention of, of having um yeah. a word bank okay good there was always that intention so i was like if i'm going to tell you guys what these words are why not introduce it and normalize what words are supposed to be in your vocabulary yeah right it helps it does and and some adults a couple adults have told me the same like oh wow like i learned some new words i'm like well that's cool that means that this book will, will, can affect everybody and, and
0: yeah positively influence everyone that's the educational background of the book that's lovely dope i love that now let's talk about future projects sure I'm thinking about any other books so i'm already um
1: um pretty deep in uh another book right now and uh that's gonna be a coffee table book an inspirational word of affirmation healthy mantra positive for all the men and women and everything in between of the world you know um that's gonna be dope my partner uh is illustrating it so also a collaboration. Shout, out. boom, 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 boom. shout outs yes. to uh, Made by Issa rex. rex Yes, check her out. She's an, an amazing artist as well. Uh, creative, anything art like with her hands, she can do it. Her, you know, just comes from a talented line of creatives because her mom is actually putting um, together some things for the capsule. For okay. the for, yeah, her mom's an amazing artist too so shouts to that. her because yes. it's a capsule charlie's best rick charlie's best capsule yet which i opened up for people online to uh, purchase which sold out like that um love that. it's gonna have some really cool handmade things from uh, her mom so that's coming up and then lizer just recent i don't even know well i guess you, you'll, you'll be the first platform that i announced this on okay uh so this is uh it's an exclusive. Shit. So hot it hurts. Ooh. <laughs> we're going to take Charlie and create an animated short. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. here for it. Yeah. So we're gonna probably probably like a, a ten minute or less short and going straight to straight to festivals with it. We're just gonna And she's right. like I I wanna do this. She's working on animation. I'm like that sounds amazing. Let's do it. We talked about um not not exactly. we're not gonna change, change like turn this Charlie's best work yet into we're gonna create another Okay coming um, a continu a continuation and Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah like show extending Charlie into yeah, a I different more empowered Charlie. Like, like what's
1: Charlie on to next? Well we're gonna show you um in a in a dope uh via animation. So Oh my goodness. I'm yeah. here for this. Right voice maybe might might need you for a
0: voiceover. I'm down. Okay might hear me in the next project with yeah. Charlie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can just call it Charlie. Like if I like that name a lot. Just right. as like her own series of projects. Yeah, so, right? I'm here for it. I'm for that too. Yes. Well, you heard it here first, you guys. Now, let's end with some gems. What is some advice you would give to like maybe some future authors and publishers who, you know, want to or thinking about it, aspire to be, um, and maybe are intimidated by the process or just because it seems daunting. Like if you don't know what you're doing, which it sounds like you're not going to, you just kinda have to do it piece by piece. Build your tribe or build your, your team who will support you. And then you sound like you got you need some money. Um these are just something that i'm seeing from the outside in but yes what is something that you would want to share to any up-and-coming authors and publishers probably the
1: same thing that i would share with most creatives like um don't do it for the money because you're not about to probably make any money right away if at all maybe there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, authors that have not sold a single book Mm. or received a single review and they keep writing because that's what they feel led to do so if it's really a passion of yours then it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to make money from it because it might not be your purpose you might just like to do it and that's okay i think distinguishing if it's your purpose or if it's your passion um my passion is creating Mm -hmm. so whether i sold a single book or not it it wouldn't have deterred me from this project and I think that's what a lot of people get focused on is this going to be successful making a plan and executing it and staying humble like that's that's the biggest takeaway you put it out there and if it's aligned with what I believe is God's purpose for you you're already successful and that's not going to be validated in you know uh, revenue yeah so get that out your mind like Mm. do what you want to do and if it's gonna change the world or impact the world in a positive way you've already won the rest of this stuff is really just a statistics thing
0: Mm.
1: like it's when it's your time it's your time but don't stop creating because you it'll never happen if you don't start somewhere just keep creating keep creating keep creating keep learning keep synergizing and, and, and and staying humble and you know doing what you're here to do this is not gonna be this is this is amazing to feel Mm -hmm. because i did put in you know three years of solid work um and the relationships that i've built and you know to to feel it to see it to be proud of
0: it this feels dope this is quality this is a nice matte finish to it hardcover it's worth every dollar to me like this is what i would want in a book and then just phenomenal imagery in the book as well like every page is just Full color, like it's worth it. Yeah. Like, yeah, let's let's show the people. Listen, full saturated pages of color.
1: This is the heaviest paper that I could use. Um, yeah, for it's got book. some weight to it. And you know, here is another thing too. Somebody had said, um you know, who's who's gonna buy a thirty-five dollar
0: book? Mm-hmm.
1: And people will always give you, you know that type of criticism and and not not mean it in a negative way but maybe because they wouldn't and even i was talking about the price point i was trying to figure out a price point because imposter syndrome Mm -hmm. is real and you start wondering like well wow like as an artist like okay if i put out a song for 99 cents or dollar 29 i can't even get people necessarily to buy my song for a dollar 29 am i gonna be able to put a price on that Is, is it worth that is it and all that shit you got you got to kill that yeah you gotta kill it. yo you are worth it you are worth that price point and the people that aren't gonna buy it they're just not gonna buy it but the people that are gonna buy it they are gonna buy it and don't sell yourself short i think i've sold almost 50 books in a week hardcover books yes. in a week's time at 35 dollars.
0: the the audience is there you know the people that want it will pay for it that's a fact Always, always. No matter what you do, what medium it is. However, this is, I can attest that this is just a great book as far as the quality, the workmanship, okay. and the message. Like, there's just so much here that gives it so much substance. Like, this deserves. This deserves.
1: Rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. But I was also inspired when he came out with that album and he, and he priced it for, or was it, I think a mixtape for $100. And Jay-Z went and bought like 10,000 copies or something like that. That's right,
0: yeah. That's like was when he was about to get on, to Exactly.
1: Exactly. And he'd been around for a minute. Nipsey been around for a minute, you know. And I was looking at that like mm-hmm. and that was, you know, the OG saying, I come in this marketing. I come in. And that was an the inspiration about doing my capsule. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, if you want if you really support it, a hundred bucks. And to see and people were like, Of course. Yeah. Of course I'm going to. Why wouldn't I? And I'm like, okay. So don't sell yourself short, people. Like, be humble, but don't sell yourself short. Like you're dope put that shit out there and put a price tag. people are buying 500 pair of shoes they can buy your their project your project
0: absolutely oh i love that that's a great message right for anybody creators or like business owners anything because i beautiful. respect it if you put something
1: out mm. and you're like hey this is quality and and it you know it returns it produces yeah you're like I respect that. I want to pour into a higher caliber, higher quality art. Absolutely. Because that means that you're doing something different. You're not just trying to get someone. Like you're doing something different. And you're saying it. Now, if it's yeah. trash, then
0: I'm like, girl. If it's trash, then, you know, you got to be honest about that, too. Because people are going to review you. Absolutely. So you got to be ready for that.
1: Yeah. You can't just be putting trash out here and be like,
0: no, it has to be intentional. I think it has it, to be intentional. The intention has to be there. That's where your purpose has to really like shine through. Because if it's meant for you, it'll be. And you have to know your audience, too. And you have to know your audience. So, All that to say, it's, it's a learning curve. It's trial and error. You have to just try. At the end of the day, it's just about just trying it out. And then if you can tweak it to add your purpose, intention, um, effort, creativity, and you know all that mixed together usually exudes a great project. And then if people like it, they're going to purchase it for sure. So, but
1: don't focus on that. Just focus don't on getting focus it on done that. and yeah. putting it out the way you want to put it out. The money yeah. will always come. You work. You you focus on putting out a good, solid product that you're proud of.
0: Yes. Make sure you're proud of it too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For sure. The success will follow as long as you put that work in so yeah it's a fact and i I just want
1: to say um you know i dedicated this book to my friend frankie i saw that oh do you want to get into frankie I mean, not really. No, yeah, but she she's a friend. And she was she, a gem. She, she was a
0: true, nice, sweet lady. I don't even think I met her for real. I just seen her through your social media, and yes. she just looked like a delight. Oh, know? she was
1: just a beautiful person. Yeah, and I beautiful think that was another soul.
0: reason that like
1: I wanted to put it out mm-hmm. because, yeah, it, it she. I, I wrote that dedication before she passed, mm. and I had talked to her about the book, and you know it was cool just to have somebody of of that generation, you know, speak light and always yeah. accept me and always talk about how cute she thought I was and how I dressed, and it was just cool to like you know she was like my grace jones in a way but in, yeah. in real life
0: <laughs> you know i know she was really she was she was a treat she was older how old was she was she, uh, she
1: was like in her early 90s
0: 90 like she was around for such a long time but i just love like and i loved how she talked like she talked so reckless
1: oh she had the mouth of a sailor
0: mouth of a sailor but she meant so like she meant well you know absolutely she was just she, oh, she was herself yeah yeah she
1: was herself that's why we connected because she was authentic the first day i met her mm-hmm. the first was my first day of work at that school and they were shooting what was that sh- what's that show that L O cool j's on csi they were mm-hmm. shooting csi and here comes frankie on the side i don't even know who she is and she's i think and she's like some transient or something because she's just loud as hell almost like hey <laughs> That that soul brother. Who's going to introduce me? That soul brother. He's so so good looking. I want to meet that soul brother. I need a picture. And I'm like, who is this old lady (laughs) talking about she wants to take a picture with Soul a brother. Cool brother but calling him a soul brother she don't know him by nothing else she don't know nothing. No, no. she just said she and she got her picture oh i love that <laughs> he stopped that. what he was doing he came because that energy and he came in yeah. with his smile and i was like he smelled so good and i was like can i get Ooh. a picture i got a picture too i think that day oh look at that she set you up right, right. i was picture. like okay uh <laughs> oh, <you're>
0: wingman <laughs> okay. <laughs> i'm to take frankie out with you love that who
1: doesn't love her you know so
0: yeah i know she's definitely a job So I I love that it was dedicated to her. So she knew about the book, right? Okay, beautiful. Yeah. But rest in peace as well. She was was a beautiful lady. For sure. I think we could wrap this up. Um, This is a great interview for a great book. I'm so proud of you. I'm happy that it is out and released. Please tell the people where it's at. Like, where can you purchase?
1: Sure, you can uh, grab it
0: from Amazon. We are on
1: barnesandnoble.com. Okay i would say i, I like the barnesandnoble.com um i like the packaging oh
0: really yeah their packaging oh, okay. was like
1: super super low. i don't know how was your packaging for your for your amazon
0: amazon was cool um they put it in nicely and they put it in like the bubble wrap so oh, it good. wouldn't get damaged. oh that's good to know. yeah i was like oh okay because cool.
1: it's it's a lot bigger than people probably um think yeah it and the corners can you know like my partner was telling me that the corners yeah. could get
0: it could definitely get damaged if they don't do it right or if they right. handle it too crazy but they actually package it really nicely so yeah, i was not at
1: it yes yeah, so, so amazon um is you can get the hard copy you can get the paperback or if you have kindle unlimited you can read it for free on kindle unlimited you can buy i just ask that you review it
0: yeah so if you buy it please review it let me know how you
1: feel. even if you don't like it let me know i want to know how you feel about it
0: totally and there is an instagram page for it right
1: charlie's best work Yes, I believe I believe Charlie's Charlie's best work yet. Yeah, I, so the
0: title of the book. I believe so. Okay, I well, believe so. I can write it in the description yeah. too. Yeah. So yeah, everyone can link to it. And is there anything? Do you want to link? Well, ironic is your Instagram handle as well. Mm-hmm. So if you want to follow the the artist, the author, the publisher, ironic is there. Um, anything else? I think that's it, right? Yeah, that that's it. We lit. Yeah, and then I appreciate being here. You, you invited me back. Any so, pro- no, no, I'll like say any problem, any time. I'm happy to have you. So I'm glad I can showcase your project. And this is what it's about. It's really just connecting, you know, everyone working together and just supporting one another. I'm here for it. And then you always have been. You I, always have Listen, been. I'm I'm here because like what you do is like great stuff. So I'm here to promote anytime your music, books. Um, a short film. Oh,
1: I'm sorry. This is coming. This is happening. I'm doing a paint and sip with Lizer. She, I'm actually flying her in oh, pretty soon. So Paint and Sip? Yes, it's gonna okay. be exclusive. It definitely gonna be um first come, first serve as far as tickets goes. Because I who knows how the COVID thing is working still. So I don't know if we're gonna do it outside. I don't know if we're gonna do it inside, but I'm definitely gonna have Lizer here early summer. Cool. And she's going to we're gonna take a maybe we'll we'll ask the people what which picture would we'll take three pictures and ask which ones they want to paint and she's going to cool. paint it live oh she's going to be like the moderator and i'm just going to be there pl- i don't know maybe i'll be dj or host or not. just showing up <laughs> <Because I'm laughs> she'll not, be there right i don't paint but you y'all, don't like to paint nah i don't like doing anything too much with my hands artistically i like i mean rapping and like music and like writing
0: Got it. Those are her mediums. Yeah.
1: Talking. Right.
0: Listen, I like to paint and I like to drink, so that's why I like it. So, so
1: But maybe we could have like an like a bu- a bougie, bougie paint and sip. A like, bougie? A bougie. A bougie. <laughs> what would uh, Durkheim say about <laughs> this paint and sip? <laughs> Maybe it's gonna be like a top shelf. Like, uh, there's no, there's no barefoot, <laughs>
0: this ain't no bare- yeah, no quality wines, quality wine, no barefoot, mm-hmm. quality tequila. Quality, she spoiled me for the birthday,
1: and I'm yes. just saying the tequila uh palette is up here now. Yeah,
0: I've raised levels, and then she returned the favor and gave me the nice class azul of the tequilas good stuff man good stuff yeah so we gotta we gotta bring it up keep it up absolutely so yeah so just a reminder we're gonna do a paint and sip early summer You. So early. Like, su- it's
1: actually probably it's, i'm more than likely gonna have it in june and if the okay. response is crazy i might have two i might do Ooh, okay. yeah yeah so
0: i'm here for it people are like people like that stuff yeah, Um people want to go outside as well. So People do want to go outside. I'm sure people will be like, yes, I'll be there. What time? Right. Name, and they'll probably bring their own bottles. Listen, it's going to yeah. get lit. I'm ready. <laughs> we deserve this. Uh, yeah, I'm here for it. I'm here for it, and I'm here for the art. I want to meet Liza as well, so she sounds like a delight. Liza's lit. And it's going to be in L.A. It's going to be in L.A. Okay, perfect. Not in Austria. Not in Austria, although I'm down to go. If you know, we open up, I'll go to Austria.
1: Is Austria lit? I don't know what
0: Austria looks like for me. I was about to say, I'm not even sure. I'm down with the
1: Netherlands. Austria sounds a little...
0: Yeah, Netherlands is always... I think that's close, so... She's in, we yeah, can... She
1: goes back and forth from Netherlands. Okay. I think she's actually in Rotterdam right now. Now I'm down for a nice Rotterdam ex- excursion. Rotterdam. <laughs> Rotterdam likes the black queers, I'm told. Do they? Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, yeah, I think all of the Netherlands is pretty lit, so yeah, we I'm should go. Here. Yeah, listen... Just, I will book a ticket. I know you will. Let me know. (laughs) Let me know. But listen, I'm here for everything. We've plugged everything. Girl What also. Follow Girl What on Instagram. Girl What underscore pod. Like I said earlier, light, review, subscribe to the podcast on all the platforms. Okay? And definitely follow Ironic. Follow Charlie's best work yet. Purchase the book. You will not be disappointed. And that wraps up this episode.